so, finger in the top of yay. that. Yay. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So, rest in peace some festivals and welcome new festivals. So, Ryan, you were playing a couple this season, you said? Yes, yes. Um, Festival season. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. Which ones would you be attending? So, so far, that I'm booked on, confirmed that I can speak of as of this episode, is uh, this episode. Norman Music Festival. Okay. And uh, Everland's... And then I'm doing a pre-party, which am I... Conf- yeah, so I played the EDM rehab pre-party. Yeah, oh, okay. Good stuff, yeah. I didn't know what was, that was there. Like, were you, like, trying to confirm that you can confirm? I'm confirming that confirmed was confirmed. Oh, okay. Confirmed confirmed. Okay, yes. okay, okay. So is that all, that's all the ones that you're attending this year? Um, At the moment, but you uh, saw what got announced is Dirty Bird Austin. So what? Yeah. So shut the front door. Yeah, the front door. I has actually been opened. did not know that that was a thing. Yeah, they got announced. So Reckless Ryan might be making a little trip to Austin. When did that get announced? Woo-hoo! Uh, yesterday. Where? What's? When is it? I don't know the details on that. You. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna write I, it down. Oh, you, you didn't even know it was announced. I did it. I am slacking this week. I told you. Yeah. Uh, Breakaway okay. came back this year. Yeah, Breakaway came back this year, but mm-hmm. their lineup is kind of... It's a little it's rappy. Yeah, it's rappy. Yeah, I went but. to the first Breakaway, which is funny because I could have met you at the first Breakaway. I know, I played the first Breakaway. But I did it. Yeah. Uh, Dana, you're not attending any this year. So if you could attend anything this year, what would it be? Holy ship. Dude, that's already passed, though. You, you, next you year's said any time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, Holy Ship would be the best because I just want to get drunk with Rez. I just want to ride on a boat and dance. <laughs> I just want to play kickball with some people. Yeah. That's so, it. yeah, it's May 19th is For when it's going down. Dirty, Dirty Bird Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to try to be, like, all over that. <laughs> like, I don't think I have enough PTO in the year to, like, keep requesting off, like, all the festivals that I want to go to. I already bought my Res Rocks tickets, and I don't even, I don't, I have, like, one day of PTO, and I'm going to use it for that. <laughs> so. I don't know. I'm going to make it work if I have a job <laughs> or not, I guess. I might just have to quit, you know? Mm. But I kind of panicked and bought that one. That lineup looks really cute, Oh, my too. gosh. Did y'all see the, the Twitter, you know, crap storm um, that hit whenever one girl like basically posted like I lost my job and everything so I could go to a Beyonce concert that's funny I do know one girl who was in the cult of Rez who quit her job because they made her work whenever Rez is playing in San Marcos Oh, so she's like fuck you guys (laughs) well this girl apparently like did not pay her rent she got evicted from her house and everything because she spent all of her money on a Beyonce ticket oh my gosh and then after that all of the entire like beehive, beehive, whatever yeah. they call them themselves, um, they actually like were like starting a campaign to help raise money to take care of her. And it's like, no, 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 no. This is funding irresponsibility. <laughs> I get it. Beyonce's huge and she's amazing and all hail the queen. But yeah. queen like, Bay. you can't just not pay your rent and quit your job and not go to school <laughs> to go to one concert that lasts one night. Granted, I mean, apparently you can. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she also like posted a bunch of pictures from where she was standing um, at the concert. Oh my and gosh, it was pretty please close. tell me it was like nosebleeds. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It was pretty close up. It was pretty close up and she's like, this was so worth it. 
and then like at the concert and then after that she was like oh shit what have I done <laughs> gotta live in the moment man <laughs> you know I'm just gonna put a disclaimer out there I know my boss listens to this so legit I'm really not gonna quit to go to Resbrox but please help me like negotiate some time <laughs> so I can go to Colorado <laughs> thanks if we can, maybe we can get Res to write you an excuse note yeah, like a doctor's note. That yeah. would be really cool. Doctor Red says, "Drink more water already. and come to my concert." Yes. <laughs> Chug water. I feel like I'm kind of like living her life right now because she's been like drinking water and going to the gym, and like I've just now started like working out again. I'm like, yeah. "This is for Red." It's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's, it's getting kind of creepy. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of it kind of is. Just yeah. wait until I start wearing like black caps and like black have wigs just a little bit or of, brown like, wigs or whatever. Yeah, I'll just dye my hair. The next thing that Noe's gonna invest in is some of those shoes that like. <clears throat> also, like, shoot you up. Like, they have, like, um, pressurized, ca- oh, like, God. gas in them. And then she can, like, set them <laughs> off at a concert and fly into res. Oh, my gosh. I would probably get banned. I, you, you would do it. Uh-huh. Work it, work it. Live in the moment. And you'd be like, yeah, I'm the one that flew to res on a wave of pure love. Yeah, yeah and just say so you spent all your money on it, and the cult of res will give you money. That's cool. true. That's true. And no one will know your identity because you'll be in your cave. That's true. And you're in your, what, cult of res? Hoodie. I will Hoodie. be in my like. I tried to make a cult of res robe, like a cult robe, mm-hmm. but I accidentally burnt a hole in it. But I will get that working, and then I will fly into her. Yeah. So it'll be like great. A, like a little, like a little witch or wizard on a broomstick. <laughs> like yes. Here I come, res. And then I mean I'll be going to Electric Forest this year, so that's the next time I'll be able to see her. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe. Maybe we can make this work. I'm a lot of E-Force fam, and I want to go, but I can't, so... You do? Yeah. You gotta do baby duty stuff? Oh, yeah. Baby baby duty and baby duties. (laughs) (laughs) Not only that, but that's the same weekend as Everland, I believe. Oh, yeah? That's true. I was kind of bummed about that. I didn't even know what weekend it is. I just knew I wasn't going. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to go. I just already bought my tickets. To Electric Forest. Don't hate me. Oh. <laughs> I only picked the second weekend because Rez was playing. Because I'm lame. <laughs> That'll be my fifth time that I see her. In a year? She's going to no. be a restraining I discovered on you her soon. in 2016. <laughs> okay. So it's not that bad, right? Yeah, it's just a year and a couple months. Uh, no, I, like the farthest I've ever driven to see her so far is Oklahoma City. But that's where I'm from. So mm-hmm. it's not that bad until I go to Colorado. And then it gets weird. And then you're going to A4s too. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting weird. It is. It is festival season. It, it is. really is. And there's so much coming up, especially not only like at, at big venues and, and bear, you know, names and concerts and things like that, big festivals, but even here in the DFW area, which I think, you know, kind of brings us back to some of the discussions we're gonna hopefully have today. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna bring it in and start it. I think we're ready to bring it in. All right, welcome. I want to get to know these fantastic guests we have. Yes, absolutely. Welcome back to Festicast World. I am Noe, your favorite lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dana. It's reckless. Hey. Not the favorite resbians, no. apparently. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I no. like res. I just, you know, I, I amazing. There's like and there's noe obsession level. Yes. And I'm at the like stage, and you're at the I'm ready to marry her. Stage. I got like the hard eyes, and like if she wasn't with Jenna, you know, I would be like all over. I also follow her girlfriend on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> 
back to creepy. All right, we got to take it down a notch. Anyways, let's introduce our amazing guest today. We have... Would you guys like to introduce yourself? Um, Laura. And Ricky. And what do you guys do? Uh, well, we represent uh, DTX DMB Entertainment, and uh, we... We basically try to give back to our community through our love of music, you know, and I've been here like 20 years now, and I've seen the music, you know, scene here go through a lot of changes, mm-hmm. and right now there's a, there's a lot of talk saying that, you know, it's kind of on a slope down here in town or whatever, but I think it's just for lack of people like us that are willing to step up and kind of, you know, take the reins, because we, we grew up with an amazing music scene when I was a teenager. We had crazy shows here, so mm-hmm. I think it's just time for our generation to really step up and and handle all that. Okay, do me a favor. What do all those letters mean? DTX is Denton, Texas. Okay. DNB is drum and bass, which is basically where, you know, my favorite form of music comes from, you know, and then, you know, the entertainment. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. I just, I, just in case people are listening and they don't know what those oh, letters I mean. Understand. We actually have listeners uh, in Canada, so they would yeah. be confused. Not anymore, we don't, right? Thanks. <laughs> so did the love of music bring y'all together? Um, well, we've actually been together for 10 years, wow. so we just started getting into this whole production of the music scene within the past year. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you guys didn't meet through music or anything like that? Uh, How did y'all meet? In, it wasn't in, through like a show? Indirectly, know? we met through music. We yeah. uh, oh, okay. both grew up going to the same you know, club, you know, being a teenager and whatnot, and uh, we didn't necessarily meet there, but we met through some friends that we all had through that situation, and, and basically growing up and listening to you know DJs and all that good stuff is mm-hmm. how we wound up being intertwined. Yeah. And ever since, the basically the first day that we met each other, we've been been with each other. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what does your group do specifically in the DFW area? Um, we you organize ba- events. Yeah, yeah we, yeah. we organize events, and it's just basically DJing event services, you know. Like, mm-hmm. anybody that wants to help do something for themselves or even for the community, we're there to kind of help take the reins and, and provide that kind of a service for them. So you say that you give back. How do you guys... What's a form that you guys give back? Well, right now, we're actually in... Uh, the works with another group here in town called Laconic Sound, and uh, we're putting together an amazingly huge benefit show for the community. You know how the uh, mini mall burned down? Mm-hmm. Yes. And obviously, it's a it's a pretty big eyesore for anybody that's in that community to sit there and look at that right now. Like it's it's mm-hmm. devastating. Mm-hmm. And we've contacted the family, and we've gotten uh, you know a way to be able to actually do a one hundred percent free on our, like our end we're not going to take any profits or anything like that everything that is made is going to be donated to the uh, vendors of the mini mall the mm-hmm. people that it's a consignment shop wait so. okay so just for clarification this is something I've been curious about mm-hmm. the actual like people that run the shop or the people that had things in the shop the people that had things in the shop. The people that run the shop, they, they've got their insurance and whatnot, and whether or not that's going to take care of everything, they're mm-hmm. way more worried about giving back to the people that, you know, are had more affected, you know. Sure. Okay. Even the people that have apartments above that thing, we're trying to get in contact with those families to see if we can make sure to help give back to them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just, we don't want to do anything to take you know, money from that at all because right. I've, I've been here for such a long time and it's so sad to see something like that happen to us and mm-hmm. it's, we're going to take our opportunity to be able to give back to our community, you know, so everything that we make from that is most definitely going to be funneled directly to that benefit. Right. Mm-hmm. We work with so many other artists that are from like the Dallas area or Grapevine or mm-hmm. Fort Worth and things like that, which is, which is awesome, but it's nice to meet somebody who's actually familiar with like 
um, the Denton culture. We're very much a tight knit community here. Something happens, you know, right. people, people rush in to help. <laughs> um, and I think that it's fantastic that you're trying to do this and also incorporating music, which is what, frankly, I, I think Denton is most known for. Most definitely. Um, maybe yeah. not so much, you know, like EDM, but it's also. I don't know. I feel like it's a growing thing here. And I think that it's neat that, I mean, everyone is trying to be a part of the community and work together to, to bring some of these events in and bring some of these artists together to work on things, which I guess is what y'all do as well. You'll bring artists together yeah. um, to work uh, together. Is there kind of like a mentoring thing that happens as well as a side, you know, fringe benefit of, of putting together some of these events? Uh, we've just we've got a lot of really different ideas that we haven't really you know everything hasn't come to fruition but yeah. we've met a whole lot of really awesome people you know like Ryan here you know through you know everything that we've done and uh, it, it's just anybody that wants to be a part of the collective is more than willing to be a part of the collective is more than we are more than willing to let them, you know, and I'm open to any ideas that people have, you know, like that, like that hasn't even been on my radar or anything to, you know, mm-hmm. really offer mentor services or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But any ideas that people have, we are, we are very open to, you know, doing that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 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 He thinks I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. We, we like people who like Ryan because we like Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys working exclusively in Denton or do y'all do other things besides, you know, Denton based projects? Do y'all work in uh, Dallas? Do y'all work in Fort Worth? Other areas? Um, we do things actually all over. So we do stuff in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deep Elm Art Co. is okay. one of the places. We also collab here and there with Two Tone in Dallas for What's End. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely want to expand a little bit more. We have a friend who runs a studio out there, music studio. So we kind of use that as a, a private space when we want to do like an intimate show. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly our focus is Denton just because we want to help it grow out here for what we're doing. I like that. God, I respect that a lot. I respect that a lot because I feel like the pull is to kind of get sucked into the Dallas scene. Yeah. Um, maybe because there's more people, higher population, you know, more people would come out to something like that. It's more established, yeah. like in the dance music world-wise. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Not that's only the that, big draw. But it's a little more cutthroat out there as well. Yeah. You know, you've, got, you've got people kind of stepping all over each other. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want our collective <clears throat> to be something that all of those people can kind of take a step back and enjoy our things together. You oh, know? yeah. They can oh, yeah. forget yeah. about all their, you know, qualms with each other and stuff because we're so new to the scene that it's yeah. like, what, whatever you're... Yes, is from the past. Like we, we don't care. Just come have a good time at our party. Yep. You know. You almost have a Denton kind of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like I've been here relaxed. for twenty years. You know. Yeah. Let's just enjoy the music. Let's produce things together. Let's make beautiful, beautiful music. Right. Um, how many artists would you say that you are currently working with? Well, uh, I guess I consider myself an artist. You know what I'm saying. But uh, you're a DJ too, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. And uh, we've got two other resident DJs. You mm-hmm. know that are specifically working with us. And then I've probably got forty or fifty different people that we could call up and be like, "Hey, we got a show. We need to, you know, happen right now." You know, and it's not necessarily they are actually working with us specifically, but I mean, we've definitely made quite a few different connections with different musicians here in the area for sure. That's fantastic, and that's great that you've been around so long, so you could build some of those relationships with other people and have access to that talent to bring things together for events. Yeah, it definitely fantastic. has helped to grow up in the music scene here for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what would you say is your overall goal? I know, like I. As an example, like here at FestiCast, our whole goal is to promote local artists, um, let people know the people behind the music. So in talking to you guys, you know, they can find out a little bit more about who you are besides just what you do. So what would you say that your goal is as an organization? 
Uh, well, my goal is basically, like we talked about a little bit ago, was uh, to be able to give back to our community through our love of music, you know. And why we feel so strongly about that is we've got a family. We've got four kids, you know. So, I mean, it's just... Like, I grew up with an amazing music scene, and I would love for my children to be able to grow up with, with such an awesome, you know, you know, collective of people here in town, you know? It's not it's not just a certain type of people here. I mean, you can say Denton type of people, but we're Denton because we have so many different types of people here that can all live together and mesh and just, you know, enjoy an awesome experience that we provide here. So I just, I want to make sure that we're able to make sure that happens for my children yeah mm-hmm. golly i couldn't have said it any better that makes sense it's a very diverse community mm-hmm. um yeah i don't what i said it was kind of limiting i guess <laughs> there's not a denton type denton is diverse so that's well said very good mm-hmm. yeah, i like it so you know you guys are talking about having four kids and you guys are always actively doing things i always see you guys on facebook doing so much and i asked you this question a little bit before we started recording but i actually want your answer of how do you guys do all this and make it look like it's just the, a walk in the park? You guys, it's a breeze, and you guys are kicking ass at it. So, I just is there a secret? Do you guys ever sleep? Um, we definitely <laughs> do sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> um, but really, it's just we have some really good friends. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. don't really have that close a family here that can be on a whim of us calling to watch the kids for mm-hmm. us to do anything. So it's really a. Uh, our friends have turned into family. So yeah. we have one particular person that is just there constantly and allows us to go out and do shows. Yeah. So for her, we love her so much for it. And that's why we're here today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, is this you. a shout-out opportunity right here? <laughs> to Lindsay. Lindsay Adolfo. Oh, okay. Lindsay, yes. you're the best. <laughs> she is a really good woman. She's, yes, she's great. But she's she helps us to go out and do our shows, even late night, mm-hmm. pretty much staying out our house till 2 a.m. sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but we try to incorporate as much family activities too so we can have the kids yeah but you know the bar scene Mm -hmm. and some of the events we do so are you guys teaching your kids to be like the next like super dj our, our my one youngest, year old. my one year old, <laughs> is the only one that really shows a lot of interest in music. Oh. Our four children have such you know way different personalities and whatever. And I don't, I don't want to push that whole thing that you know that dad likes this on them or whatever. I want them yeah. to really kind of discover all of that love of music or whatever it is for themselves. You uh-huh. know. So, but my one year old, she definitely seems to be the one that mm-hmm. like you know she comes oh. and steals the headphones anytime I'm playing music, and she's Fish constantly buttons. dancing. You know. So. <laughs> she's down when you throw on some. Oh yeah, she loves. <laughs> It, man. I'm she telling wants, you, got any, got any uh, jungle guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely going to be the youngest one for sure. That's so oh cute. Oh my gosh. I know mine are like that because I'm not musically talented at all. <laughs> <laughs> now I like want to see like pictures and videos. Like, like, I'm, well, sure if you, uh, I'm sure if you scroll through uh, you Oh yeah, on our DTX Instagram. <laughs> I have some on there. Oh my <laughs> So how did you guys discover Parker House and how how Explain about how you guys have started bringing that up and getting it going. Um, I was just scrolling through Facebook one day and saw one of those sponsored ads from a page, mm-hmm. and it was his first festival, Chillin' in Denton, mm-hmm. and um, it was like a month out from when it happened. I just shot him a message, asked if there's anything we could do to help, volunteer service, whatever, mm-hmm. told him what we do with coordinating shows and lining up artists. Mm-hmm. So he just told us to come to his property, meet and talk. We did. Um, We helped him promote it. Of course, we were too late into the game from when he actually started setting up his festival. So 
Um, the first festival didn't go as well as what he had hoped. And we just started talking and talking more after it was said and done coming the new year after all the holidays. We just decided to um, be upfront with him and we're not looking for anything in return. You know, mm -hmm. we just want to be able to help and grow his property because the property is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it's magnificent. He helped build the stage that was there. And the stage is not one you see at like, you know, a little venue around here. Like it's ginormous. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great, and there's it, so much space. 20 by 20 foot, at least, you know, oh. it's, it's a pretty yeah, massive. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice stage. Yeah, it's massive. That's what's up. Yeah, and so we just uh, started talking, and we've been helping him build on his land, everything, his vision, <laughs> and uh, assisted with his upcoming festival, EDM Rehab. So it's full DJ lineup, um, all different mix of electronic music. <laughs> And so we're just helping him promote, book, coordinate, get everything aligned. Um, it's a really good relationship, and they're so sweet. Like, the couple that own the property, they are just so, so sweet and so down-to-earth. They're not looking for how much money can we make immediately, you know? They know it's going to take time to build. They're just yeah. not your typical, you know, business owners that you would expect to deal with here in town that, you know, have the dollar signs in their eyes. And yeah. he realizes that, you know, he would like to be able to make a profit or whatever, but that's not just going to come immediately, especially when you, we're so new to this aspect of of the music industry, you know? So yeah. he... But he also makes enough money through the whole year from the haunted house on his property that he could literally make zero dollars off of this, spend a bunch of money, and be fine. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's really going to affect him negatively. Uh -huh. That's always the best, too, because they're, uh, they're ready to take risks. Yes. Yeah. That a lot of people uh, yeah. aren't. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how are they, the are they pretty receptive to um, EDM like being played loud and proud there? Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, yeah, it's not, like, first... I know it's like outside of town a little bit, but yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's considered sure. county, so they okay. don't have noise violations there. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got Ryan excited. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It's pretty nice, man. It really is. And the guy, when I very first met him, uh, we were talking about throwing events there and everything like that. And he was like, well, if you guys ever just want to, like, throw a rave out here, you can go. I was like, man, I'm glad you put it in those terms. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. We could do, like, a like warehouse-type rave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's bring it back. It's, it's going to be very similar to that style of stuff and possibly even camping out there and whatnot mm -hmm. and with all the horror stuff out there. Out there and everything it's kind of it's it's kind of neat you know yeah so. i want a halloween festival now that's... we are going to be planning one <laughs> yay i'm it's so excited we, yeah. we are for his property we're gonna kick off his haunt season oh and that is heard amazing it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to have like a whisper thing that just like whispers like festival I want to bring it in. I need to get like a mixer or whatever so I could start doing. <laughs> so what else do you see your, your group kind of doing in the future? Um, oh gosh, there's so many different things we can do. Um, I guess we're just trying to focus on the now mm -hmm. and what we can accomplish right now. Yeah. I mean, in the long run, when we first started this, we talked about it would be great to open up our own venue in town. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have all these different areas that we can book at and go to, but we want one that's not designed to be a bar yeah. and rely on alcohol sales. We mm -hmm. want it to be a music venue mm -hmm. with an awesome stage and, you know, showcase all the talents in town. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what about just 2018? 
I know you're kind of like trying to focus just on on right now, but do y'all have any like big upcoming projects you'd like for us to kind of talk about here? Um, I mean, the only ones so far is just the two big main events that we have already booked and mm-hmm. planned that's out there, the Mini Mall Benefit Show, mm-hmm. um, which we're hoping draws, you know, most of the towns just so we can all give back. And Which we didn't even say earlier, but Brave Combo is yes. completely on board for that as well. I love Brave Combo. Uh, yes. Exactly. So we've got them <laughs> like, right in the evening time so that all of the families can get there. And if they have to leave and they don't want to stay around for the morning, not necessarily family for, as family, yeah. family <laughs> ads, yes. yeah. we'll they can kind of go home, you know. Yeah, we'll have yeah. rock and um, hip hop in the evening, late uh-huh. evening into the night after Brave Combo. Yeah. And then um, all throughout the day, we have all of these um, folk yeah. artists and um, a bunch of solo acts. We'll have a magic show for kids. Oh, how fun. That so, sounds fantastic. So y'all are really bringing in a variety of different kinds and it's, of music yeah, genres here. And it's just Denton artists. Okay. Like, this is a full Denton Blown festival. Yeah. So we can get back to the community. I love it. I I like that you're including different genres in that. That's cool. That's what's up. There's a lot. As you said, you've been here forever. So the hardcore scene here. Oh, man. Oh, dude, it's so good here. It's (laughs) so good. We're actually probably going to have a couple of those bands with Laconic Sound because they're so awesome with the the hardcore scene here that we'll more than likely have at least one or two of those acts on the lineup somewhere. That's what's up. And it's it's just, it's a legendary lineup for Denton. Like, it's going to be like something like 22 to 25 acts it's going to be an oh all day experience you know and literally every single band that's on board you know donating their time every artist that's that we so have doing stuff completely on commission you know what I'm saying it's, it's amazing so that's fantastic um so tell us I, I know that you're a DJ so maybe you're a little biased mm-hmm. um <laughs> do you have any favorite artists that you've worked with that you're like <laughs> I love working with this particular artist. I mean, I know you have a group, a bunch, would you say like 40 people that you uh, At least that we can give at a call. Least. But uh, honestly, uh, a guy that I look at as pretty much my mentor in the scene, he's huh. he's really kind of helped us out a lot. And he's he's a local guy. He's pretty much a local legend. But uh, DJ mm-hmm. Titan, yeah, uh-huh. Gilbert, he's... He's been phenomenal, you know what I'm saying? He's given us a lot of pointers, and he's really just kind of steered us in the right direction and shown us a lot of love. So he's probably my favorite person, you know, to to work with permanently. I've never met him, but yeah, he is a local legend. I knew about him when I was like 13. Yeah, I grew, I grew up watching playing. him in the he's clubs, fantastic. you know what I'm yeah. saying? I grew up watching this guy, and to now be on a level where I'm professionally working with him is just really cool to me. Like, when I very first started talking to him, I was almost like awestruck at it, you know? He was. A little bit of a fangirling. Yeah, yes. very much so, you know. But, but yeah. now we're, we, I can consider him like a close friend of mine. I could call him up and, you know, and it's actually a really cool situation to have going on there. Yeah. That's what's up. Wow. Okay, so um, what other venues have you held events at? Um, goodness. So we discussed earlier about Dallas, the Deep Elm Art Co., Wits End, um, Rocket Lab Studios yeah. in Denton. We did Abbey Underground, um, Backyard on Bell quite mm-hmm. a few times. Andy's Bar. Um, we'll have our first showcasing June at J and J's basement. Oh wow! In the basement. Yeah. Oh, now that it's yeah. reopened. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, yeah I played exciting. shows there when I was a young kid, 16, oh, yeah. 17 years old, you know, yeah. little punk and ska bands we had. So yes. I kind of want to have that, that basement vibe, but we're going to bring the drum and bass down there and, and see how Ooh, that goes. that's going to be dirty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. I feel like too much bass might wiggle the, the, the place Oh, down. that's going to be perfect. <laughs> There's, There's nothing better than sitting there eating the pizza and you're just, just hearing like, someone down there like... just screaming, just go. <laughs> you're just like, yes, why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I love JJ's when they have shows. I love it there. All the vibrations like make the extra like dough <laughs> yeah. stuff like extra bubbly. Like, it's probably because of us nice. kids that they stopped having shows there for so long. <laughs> <laughs> we were not very nice to that venue for a while, but oh. now that we're a little older, I think they trust us some more. So. And after the loss of some of the other venues around Denver, exactly. it's like, yeah. uh-huh. no, we will, we will, this is the hill to crawl up and die on is the dirty old basement. Like, <laughs> I will fight to keep this one one venue open because all the others some of the others we've you know lost in the process I had hopes that somehow someone was gonna buy rubber gloves and like fix it up they want a million dollars for it though oh that's right that's right and it's like I understand that they want that money but (laughs) I mean that's just it's probably just for the property value it's probably not even the building including that at all you know just a million bucks just for the yeah did they find a dead body in the shed something like that and that did knock down the value at all (laughs) no it raised it up (laughs) the up the gross factor but it's also right there by the train tracks and that's one thing I always hated one of the first um uh, I guess events that I actually spoke at was at uh, Rubber Gloves and I remember like this train coming through as I was reading and I was like <laughs> getting louder and like talking louder into the microphone and people were sitting on their bus seats um, in church pews in the audience and I, I'm not sure that they could hear me but it was okay because it was my first like really live reading and I was just like at the very end of it I was like Thank you very much. <laughs> and then I just left the stage, and people were like, "What did she say?" Yes. So this Everybody big yes. train was going through the whole the time. Yeah. The clicks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Um, the raw power. In I'll that never forget it. It was one of my very first events up here. The and f- first time I went there, the first thing someone told me was, "Don't go to the bathrooms." Yeah, no, you go yeah. before you before you go to the venue, and then after you hold it. Until yeah, you, you hold leave. it until you got to go. Someone told you immediately not to go in there. You immediately went to the bathroom. I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> I did go look. I didn't go use the bathroom, but yeah, that was that place was interesting. But I was really hoping that someone would you know make make it into like. You know, something like Stereo Live or something like that. That'd be wild. Yeah. I actually really like Stereo Live. Way better than Southside. Oh, yeah? I'm talking about shows in Dallas anyways. Actually, I like RBG. That place is small. RBG? I like it. Yeah, that's it. It's really small. RBC? Uh, or RBC, Club? that's what it gotcha. is. Yeah, it's like the size of like a big living room. Uh, well, it's I haven't like been there since it was yes. Red Blood Club, and it was nothing but punk shows there. So it's a little yeah. strange for me to see all the EDM events there. It's kind of cool, but I just I haven't been there since. Yeah, the re-branding like of it. Small, intimate shows <sighs> where I feel like I could just like <laughs> feel the whole music, the whole just touch them. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. fair. Um, let me dig through my questions if you have any more. Yeah. Um. So 
I want to know a little bit more about this rehab music festival event that you've so kindly given me a flyer to. I was like, yeah, you're going to have to tell me about this. What's going on? You're working with in conjunction with a few other um, uh, groups to put this on. Tell me about this event and what it means to you guys. Thousand watts of bass or what is oh, it? I, we're going <laughs> to over 100,000 watts. The guy that uh, wow. actually owns the Parker House, he has an insane system. I mean, it, he spent over 100 grand on this system. It's, oh, it's really, it's very powerful. Very, It's going to, it's going to rock Denton, like, you're probably going to be able to hear it from the square. I'm not even joking. It's <laughs> it's insane. But, uh, a- anyways, he, uh, he's basically putting up all the money and the equipment and all that good stuff, and, uh, we've basically been kind of, like, you know, the liaison and figuring out how to, like, help him book some bigger talent and all that good stuff. He, uh, he's a very hands-on owner, so he does a lot of it himself as well, but, uh, you know, like you were saying earlier, you know, wearing too many hats, we've really kind of tried to come in and, and make sure that he understands that he can trust us and you know, we can kind of take a lot of that weight off his shoulders, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he has, obviously, that lineup has a lot to do with, you know, us. Between uh, Reed Speed, that's probably, you know, one of my favorite drum and bass DJs to ever oh, exist. Yeah. Uh, left, right, he's a hometown hero, you oh, know. Yeah. Uh, he's been, you know, doing the stuff in the clubs from probably you know over 10 years now close to 15 he's something like that in Europe you know so he's making huge. it big and having somebody locally that is is coming in and doing that and then dj bland i mean he's he's no introduction it, that. He's <laughs> huge, you know what i'm saying so it's just it's really cool to be able to bring such an amazing talent roster here to little denton you know yeah. like people are going to be very very surprised to see something like this in a, in a small have you town. booked someone that you were just like really giddy about you're just like I can't wait to like meet them and talk to them. It's actually our very first event. Uh, well, that was that was cool too. But our very first major <laughs> event was uh, AK1200, which uh, I don't know if you're very familiar with him or anything. But in the drum and bass world, that guy's literally like the OG. Yeah, he's been doing I it for remember about that twenty five years now. You know, so yeah. he's been doing it since like I've been in diapers. So <laughs> it, was, it was really really cool to be able to have him out, and he was so humble, and it was such a personal experience. He just came and talked to everybody and hung out. And just basically kind of showed us that, you know, it's even once you make it so huge, you, you don't have to, you know, have that stereotypical, you know, I'm a big asshole DJ. You yeah. Know, so Did was, you guys get to go eat dinner with him? Uh, we didn't actually. She had to drive him. but uh, Yeah, I got him from the hotel and took him to backyard and took him back home after mm-hmm. everything was said and done. But he hung out. What we were at backyard after bar closed for at least another hour. Mm-hmm. So. You sing car karaoke songs on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually was so sweet. We were talking about um, the hurricanes hit in mm. Florida, so he was dealing with that. Um, so we were talking about a lot of what was going on in his personal life, and he's a very open guy, very open, very humble. And um, his son is a DJ. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about his son and getting kind of a feel on what he does, uh, which would be awesome to do a dad and son. Oh, that would be, that would awesome. be really cute. <laughs> With both of them. Back to yeah. Back. yeah. So. Have you ever tried DJing? No. No. <laughs> I just like push buttons. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just hit play a song <laughs> and then mess with the little buttons. I've tried to show her some stuff, but I mean, she, she does I might get there eventually. Way harder yeah. than DJ. <laughs> More of the technical person. Mm. <laughs> so what equipment do you, do you use? Uh, right now, I personally own a, a Denon MCX 8000 controller, and I'm very, very pleased with it. It, uh, it, it, 
I'm gonna be very biased, so you know, a lot of other DJs are gonna basically say the club standard pioneer stuff is the best way to go. But uh, I think Denon has come out pretty much swinging with some of their new equipment. I mean, it's mm-hmm. for for the dollar that you're paying, Denon has really, really got got a niche going on for sure. And bedroom DJs like myself, like I, I don't need to go spend you know, seven grand on a CDJ Nexus setup. You know, that's insane when Two I can treat yeah. <laughs> right, you know. Me and a little human can confirm on that denim stuff. We bought into and got some denim equipment. Didn't he just get some like recently? That's what I'm saying. We just bought into it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind getting the big boys eventually, the actual denim XDJs or whatever, but uh this controller is more than enough for me currently. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. And what kind of software? Uh, I'm on Serato right now. Serato. Uh, I prefer Serato, but uh, Recordbox is the club standard, so we have to, and we kind of have to learn that. Recordbox is a little finicky. I don't really like it that much, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, we can uh, we can do uh, Tractor as well. I mean, it, pretty much if if you know how to DJ, you can use any of the platform you know things. It's not really a, an yeah. issue. I just always find it fascinating to hear like what everybody's working with because it's always it's pretty. You know, they're similar and pretty different at the same time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They they can be very different, but for the most part, if you're just, you know, trying to play some tracks, they they work fairly the same. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, do you guys have any, like, weird hidden talents? It's, like, my favorite question to ask. Because we've got someone to beatbox for us. We, yeah, we've gotten lucky with asking people. SpongeBob laugh. SpongeBob <laughs> laugh. Yeah, I was like, I know I asked this again, but like, I don't know if you guys have any. It's not really anything I can do like uh, over the air or anything, but uh, I started off in this before music, doing the whole fire spinning aspect of it. You know. Oh, that's so, so cool. I love Poi. My old persona is Poi Ninja. You know, kind of coming from the fire spinning aspect of it and everything. So, mm-hmm. my favorite thing, and you know, I tend to think that I'm pretty talented at it for probably about 15 years of doing it now, so yeah. I very much enjoy that. Can you do that at Parker Plantation? Oh, most definitely. Yes. We, uh, as long as there's not a burn band, the May 12th event, we will have a whole fire performance lined up for that. So cool. I already want to book you to come back on the show and talk about your own personal work. <laughs> <laughs> you just seem like you're a, you've done it all kind of kind uh-huh. of person, which is interesting. Um, and Did you have any really hidden really talents? Interesting. No. No. Uh, just being None? super mom. Yeah. Super mom. She's a mom. <laughs> super woman. Yeah. I love it. Don't let her be too humble, man. She, she I would not be where I'm at in life if it wasn't for this lady. So. Aww. That's sweet. And that's nice that you can work together and play together. Like, y'all are, y'all are, you know, a couple and a family first. And then y'all also, like, worked and, like, organized things together. That, that takes a lot. Yeah, you don't have to kill your head off. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, he's fully intact still. Well, I mean, I worked those, you know, odd jobs and everything, and I hated going to work and all that good stuff, and it's just, it's not really worth it. And she was able to get a really decent job, you know, doing some stuff she's really good at, and we're able to, you know, live our life and focus on music because of that. So I feel very, very blessed and lucky. Well, and that's really cool that your your interests like separately have come together to where you both are contributing to something that's also giving back to the community. Oh yeah, and I think that's really neat that y'all share this passion together and and have made something so neat come out of it. So I have a lot of respect for you guys right now <laughs> um, and all that you're doing for the community and for like the genre as a whole because I feel like um, you know the DFW area can. You know, is getting to the point where I mean, it was, I guess some people might think it's in a slump, but it almost seems like there's just 
a, a waiting opportunity, like a lurking opportunity for um, the Denton-Fort Worth, I'm, I'm sorry, Dallas-Fort Worth area to really come up with its own version um, of, of some really interesting musics, uh, music that can, you know, contribute to this EDM scene. Well, most definitely. So, um, most definitely. I fully agree with that. Yeah. A hallmark kind of sound. <laughs> something unique. Um, you know, Houston has their own take on, on some of this, and I know that a couple other places have, you know, trademark sounds, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's just a matter of time before, uh, Dallas contribute, contributes a little bit more to that, so. All right, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane, if gotcha. we will, all right? It was story time. Let's, uh, let's go back to the future show. He's got show. his weird voice on. DeLorean, 88 miles an hour, let's do this, all right? <laughs> so, do you remember the first drum and bass track that, like, puts you on, and you're like, what? Uh, yeah, most definitely. And that's why it was so cool to bring out AK, is mm-hmm. because it was his track, oh. AK 1200 Drowning. I mean, it's probably one of the first drum and bass tracks that everybody that you know likes drum and bass has heard but that was really like the first one that was just like this this music is really for me you know it just oh, yeah. so that that track specifically is probably going to be the one that's etched in my brain permanently oh, yeah that's mm-hmm. what's up and y'all said y'all met from doing the club stuff back when y'all were teenagers mm-hmm. what clubs did y'all go to man you know the old school people are listening <laughs> to after life like, yeah, that's what I was talking about yeah like, <laughs> Afterlife was the club. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying. Anybody that knows what's up about Afterlife will <laughs> know where we came from. You know, so it's not it's not a big secret or anything. But uh, it, it definitely had its time and its place. And uh, I'm very proud to be where I'm at in life because of it. You know, so yeah. But see yeah. how those little influences kind of add up, and you're like, right. I heard this one song this one time, and I, you know, caught myself looking like a deer in the headlights, like. <laughs> in awe of what this sounded like and the power that resonated inside and you know it just kind of like I don't know shakes your whole body sometimes mm-hmm. whenever you find that right that mm-hmm. right kind of music <laughs> I don't know I I went to the Flux Pavilion a Flux Pavilion show about a year ago and I was just like oh man this is awesome <laughs> everybody's sweaty and dancing around and I was like okay I want to be a part of this this is cool it's yeah. kind of a neat group and that's mm-hmm. it's neat how things just kind of stack up to where you get involved in the community and I think that it's neat mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of my music inspiration comes from you know a lot of the artists that we saw at Afterlife you know so mm-hmm. I mean it it has definitely inspired us to be where we are mm-hmm. that's fantastic um well is there any other um I don't know, things that you hope to contribute to in the future? Things that you're looking at doing? Things that you wish you could do? Uh, other than uh, focusing on trying to work towards opening our own venue here in town yeah. and being able to, to give back to the community that way, because what I would like to be able to do with that is we have a friend who... Uh, she is a music therapy, you know, person. And during the daytime, she works with, you know, children that are, you know, special needs and tries to give back to, you know, helping them out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So during the daytime, I'd like for it to be a studio space for her to be able to do that. And in the evening time, we can have more musicians like us to treat it as, you know, more yeah. of like a shared studio space as well. Mm-hmm. So I, it eventually, I think that that is where we're trying to head towards. So what we need to do is have a huge event or series of events as fundraisers, yep, and, <laughs> and collectively purchase rubber gloves. No, yeah. no, 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 they that, just gotta quit their job, right? <laughs> they said they spend all the money on some show. That would be awesome, but um, <laughs> if y'all could go back to the beginning when you guys first started, you know, putting on events or making music or any of that, what advice would y'all give yourselves? 
Slow um, down. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll I think there, we you know. have events, even many, just small events um, with some of our affiliations we're with at least, I don't know, a handful a month. Uh, at any given moment, we've, we're have we thinking about five to ten different, you know, events that we're at least helping out with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. our yeah. events, but, you know, we do or a lot can... of promoting for different things yeah. and yeah. stuff, and it's just, You're... it's not about my promotion company, it's about all of us coming up together, you know? Yeah. I want to see the DFW scene be, like, the most sought-after mecca for the most badass music you can think of, you know? I yeah. want to see it be amazing. Yeah. Not just Denton, not just Dallas, you know? I want to see all of us come up together. The people so. from L.A. are moving here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, dude, we've got somebody from San Francisco, a drum and bass chick that just moved here to Dallas, and she's loving the scene. I've got a lot of people that are coming to Dallas, and they, they're amazed by what we have going on That's here. So I think that we're just on the rise, you know? Yep. That's bring it back. so awesome. Oh, yeah. You need to put us in touch with them. Most definitely. We like that. having girls on the show. We've only had one. No, she's awesome. Her oh, name yeah. is Miss Hayes. Uh, she emceed for my set the other night. Mm. And oh, our flow artist. Oh, man. Yes, and we have Laura. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's the one I was talking about. <laughs> so I just feel like I want to see more girls getting into this DJ scene. Yeah, I have two girl DJs, and they um, do back to back sometimes too. So both of them would probably be totally down to come. Yes. That I have my name picked cool. out, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to be the lesbian? No. I'm literally going to throw awesome, an actually. S in front of my name. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Because then, because right. I go by Noe, so it would be Snowy. I mean, that's yeah. kind of cool. It's kind of cute, right? I mean, all my equipment's all, like, white and stuff already, so, yeah, Snowy. I try to partner up with my friend, because then we could be Snowy Day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't Which work. friend? B. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, Day. <laughs> oh, no, her last name's Day. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some so, conflict after I'm the sorry, show. I'm sorry, I didn't think of it. We could be more. <laughs> we could be Snowy Day. You know, anyways, those are future plans. I just you know? want to I just want to be the, the person in the background, like, while you're working, just being like, like the hype You'd man. You'd be like, my hype man, my hype lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Did you have any uh, fashion tips today? Fashion tips? Yeah. Oh man, I, I I say I didn't actually do any because this right, is I'll a I'll pitch group. an idea. I'll pitch an idea. Okay. This is a group, not a DJ. So like a, a, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ricky. You and me. What you think about this? All right. The librarians. Okay. <laughs> right. I love this idea. <laughs> so, all right. We come out on stage, sweater vests, you know, hair gelled back, nice clean cut, you know. Which, right. You know, for us, it's going to be hard. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, glasses, you know, maybe a little like taped up, like, you know, whatever, whatever. It's all good, man. But we all come out, all right? And it's just classical music, right? We're holding books, all right? <laughs> and then we just. Boom, right there, all right? And that's when it kicks in right there, and it's like like a big, huge, like, drum and bass or dubstep build. <laughs> no yelling in the library! <laughs> Dude, tell me that would be awesome. And during the set, we throw out books, paperbacks, so we don't hurt people. Right? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Rip off pages. Yeah, yeah, no. just, yeah. Just make it random no. pages. No, you can't. Fahrenheit. Books they don't care about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Books that were written yeah. about uh, Hitler or something. Yeah. Photocopies. Yeah. 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 Ironically, we'll just tear up pages of Fahrenheit 451 or whatever. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry. Confusing people. <laughs> 
goodness. <laughs> what the hell is the show turned into? You know? I would, I would, I would they totally, would be so confused. I would totally work on that. Like, be walking around with like one of those big giant pointers that teachers have. Like, <laughs> look Slopping at this map. Around. Look at this map. This is where you should stand. Look at this map. <laughs> I just want to make it rain pages, you know? Yeah, and then in the middle of the set, we just cut off the, we just cut off the music. We're like, shh. Then it kicks right back in. I'm telling you, librarians one day worldwide tour. I'm telling you, gonna happen. I can see it right now. You get an A. You get an A. You should copyright <laughs> that before this airs because that's well, good. I already talked about it in a different episode. I know, but like, make sure where people know that it's gonna happen between y'all two. Okay. Um, um, small disclaimer: Ryan's ideas are selling for six dollars. Yeah, um, I'm bougie. Hey, yeah. I really have a for that, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> you might see it at Everland. We you could get away with it. <laughs> Make it happen. So no trace festival. So you have to go back around and clean right. it back up. Oh yeah, that's, that's, right. that's true. That's true. We'll do a, like some kind of biodegradable paper. Yeah, yeah. Edible paper. Yeah. People just eat it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then it's, like we're economic friendly too, or uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, whatever. it could be those I seed papers that like plant flowers. Yeah, environmentally, have you seen those? Yeah, the seed paper. They know, yes. but I'm bad. They it. might be pissed off about that at the land. They might not want flowers everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Who doesn't want flowers? <laughs> That's not fair. I just want to see people show up to like wearing like plaid pants, <laughs> 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 button down shirts. You oh, know, page boys. They're like pocket protectors. Oh god, you can make pocket protectors that say librarians on it. Uh-oh. And everyone Uh-oh. will have See, it. Oh. Be famous, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, awesome. making like customizable like office supplies is totally doable and not that expensive. So um, like a new style of music. If EDM can right. bring back fanny packs, they I can mean, bring back pocket protectors. Drum and books. <laughs> <laughs> Drum and books. <laughs> yeah. Bookstep. Oh, oh my god. Library house. Could just see people like library library closing house. books like <laughs> just to the beat. <laughs> Imagine if it was like hard style though. You had just to, like, to like close the, the library. It's hard style. Book like, style. Book style. Oh yeah, you're like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just running a book card into the wall. College shopping. Oh my gosh. Anyways, we have way too much fun on this show. Oh my gosh. You've been so kind and patient with us. You can have a secret set at recycled. In the the basement, that would be awesome. Well, because also the recycled recycled books used to be an opera house. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like that'd be so awesome. We could also help them get money to replace that wall that got car car Mm -hmm. crushed. Just going in there looking for cheap stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) To recycle? He says it says on the building. I'm just I walked in there looking for cheap books. (laughs) (laughs) I found out you can bring a dog in there. Took me so nice. Uh, well-behaved dogs. Well-behaved dogs. Oh, so yeah. dogs that eat books, nah. The fact that Berkeley like ran up to the owner and was like, "Hi," <laughs> I think that helped. That was the owner. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. that was the owner. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, pretty cool place. Yes. <laughs> Let's turn into our festival forecast. Oh man, I think we have. Do we have a helicopter traffic helicopter today? I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, Let's we'll tune in. To, yeah. <laughs> It's the Festival Forecast, presented by FestiCast. Festival Forecast! 
What's up? I am Dana. I am your god now, and I'm going to tell you your future. <laughs> and this is your future. Your future is festivals, and I'm going to forecast them to you now. Let me draw the first card off this tarot card deck. Uh-oh, it's the card of Black Tiger Sex Machine. They're going to be at Stereo Live Dallas. In, in Dallas, Dallas on April, on April 6th. 6th. <laughs> oh, the next one's The Tower. I believe that one foretells death or something. April 6th, Fort Worth. No, is it's April 7th. Yeah. It's the next day, April 7th. Foam Wonderland with Snails, Cookie Monster, Back to Back, Font Case, Bonnie and Clyde, Riot 10, Blunts and Blondes, and Call My Fine, Your Festy Crew. I think that's supposed to imply that I, Dana, or not I, Dana, will be there and we'll give you stickers for Festival Cast, also known as Festcast. She is your god now. April 21st in Dallas, you can see Blau at Lizard Lounge. Wait, Blau's back? Blau. That is spelled B L hyphen. Ow! No, it's B L A hyphen ow. No, it's not. It's three L A U, but I was trying to spell it so you guys could say it right. Oh, it's spelled three L A O W. <laughs> three loud. Lizard, Lizard, Lizard. Further right, the edit for the editing. Laser On lounge. April twenty first in Dallas, we got Blow at Lizard Lounge. Lizard Lounge. It's Lizard Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> There's no D. Let's do the next one. And that was your festival forecast. Woo-hoo. You know what? Knowing you sounded different. I did. Yeah. Was it that cold that we both had? Yeah, it was called the the lance lancelitis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, lancelitis from eating too many lance branded cracker products. Yes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Is there a Lance brand? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's exact. That's, I know that because I caught yeah. Lancelitis that way. Right. So. That's, that's, yes. The yes. rambling is real. <laughs> While well, Ryan, you can just leave. You're not a part of this team anymore. Well, I'm so grateful that y'all could join us today for the show. It was so nice to get to know you. Can you tell us a little bit about where we can find um, more, more information about you? You guys, uh, what kind of upcoming projects that you have, things like that? Um, our Facebook, so it's uh, you can search or facebook.com backslash dtxdnb.ent. Okay. Um, and then do you all have Instagram, anything we else? We do. SoundCloud. Instagram is the same. Um, SoundCloud as well, DTX, DNB, okay. ENT. Okay. Um, so the name is all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. Yeah, we just made this today because of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're all over the place. Social okay. media is our thing. Fantastic, and that's and that's how you prefer people to contact you. Yes. Or, okay. Fantastic. Anything else, Noe? Final notes. Go to EDM rehab. Yeah, it's going to be the best. Go to rehab. <laughs> Hopefully, there's camping because I really need to practice camping for festivals because I'm I feel like I'm screwed for not life, for this first installment. But if we get some pretty good feedback out of you know North Texas, I think that that is most definitely the plan to. We heard if on. enough people mm. stay. After the show, I'll make sure to like keep everybody. <laughs> there is camping at Everland, which you can both see me and Ricky at as well. Yeah, that's that is going to be near Corsicana, so it's going to be you know a little more lenient and the the rules that we can bend. But uh, yeah, that's that's going to be an awesome one as well. That sounds awesome. Now, are my ears going to need rehab after that hundred thousand? I would bring some earplugs. You should if, always uh, wear earplugs. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, yeah. Disclaimer: Always wear earplugs, especially DJs. <laughs> Not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you don't think it's fashionable. Wear 
fucking earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> Get some clear ones if you're worried about it. <laughs> they just need some that, like, light up or have flashy lights in them. So yeah. that they would, like, pulse in the music. I feel like I would just get, like, after a while, I'd forget it was there. And I'd be like, what was that? Something <laughs> <laughs> flashing in the yeah. eye. That's why I couldn't do the LED eyelashes. Cause Maybe I'd be y'all like, can get some Festicast <laughs> ones by the show and start passing them out or something. Like, hey. uh, Festicast earbuds. <laughs> okay, uh, if we do make Festicast earbuds, then I'm not talking shit about them anymore. Take it all back and retract the thing. If we have Festicast earbuds, it has to, like, pipe in Festicast. <laughs> yes. Like... <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else? That's it. That's it. We'll catch y'all next week. Woohoo!